My friends in Christ, exactly a month from now, on the 1st of January, the world will usher in the new year with fireworks, fanfare, festivities. But in the church, today is New Year's Day. So, for once, we can claim that the church is ahead of the rest of the world. Doesn't happen so often, does it? The church has a head start on things. We do. We've got an entire month to get ready for what lies ahead. So, are you ready to get ready? Are you ready for the wake-up call that is Advent? Ready to wake from sleep, to use St. Paul's words in today's reading from Romans? Ready to throw off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light? Ready to put on the Lord Jesus Christ? In those few verses from the letter to the Romans, we got our Advent agenda. It's about waking up and getting ready for what is to come. And what is it that is to come? Ask your kids or grandkids. They know. They've done the math. I'm willing to bet they know exactly how many days there are until Christmas. So the first answer to the question, what is it that is to come, is Christmas. We've almost got a month to prepare for that, don't we? The whole season of Advent. For kids, that's probably too long. For the rest of us, it's probably not long enough, thanks to all the demands and the expectations of Christmas. But my friends, Christmas is not the only thing that is coming. Christmas is not the only thing that is coming. The reading from Matthew's Gospel made that very clear. Jesus spoke repeatedly in that reading about the coming of the Son of Man. And he wasn't, of course, talking about Christmas. He was talking of other comings altogether. His coming at the end of our lives. His coming at the end of time. The second coming. Stay awake for those comings, Jesus says, for they will happen when you least expect them. Sobering thoughts for a joyful season. No wonder we tend to overlook them and make of Advent, if, if we make much of it at all, little more than a countdown to Christmas. Christmas is a coming we can deal with, after all, even if it can be kind of frantic and breathless. But the other comings, not so much. That's why we need the reminder we get in today's scriptures. We need to hear St. Paul tell us that it is the hour for you to rise from sleep, for your salvation is nearer now than when you first came to believe. In other words, time's a wasting. Get with the program. And what's the program? St. Paul gives us that, too. He tells us to throw off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light, to conduct ourselves in the light of day, not under the cover of darkness. And then he zeroes in on what we must do most of all, on what I think of as the real program of Advent. St. Paul says, put on the Lord Jesus Christ. And my friends, that shouldn't be so hard to do because we've already done it. Or at least we've begun to. 
we were reminded of that at the beginning of Mass with the sprinkling rite. Putting on Christ is what happened to us at our baptism. It is. At our baptism, Jesus Christ became closer to us than the clothes we wear, far closer. He became our companion, our life companion, our friend, our very life. But how easily we can forget, how easily we can lose sight of who we are and who Christ is and where Christ is. That's one good reason why we need a season like Advent. Advent reminds us of who we are and of where Christ fits into our lives. Advent opens our eyes to all the comings of Christ. His coming at Christmas, yes, but also his coming at our death and his coming at the end of time. We need to keep each one of those comings on our radar. But my friends, there's still another coming of Christ that Advent wants us to look at too. Not just Christmas, not just our death, not just the second coming. There is also Christ's coming into our world right now, today. And that's where that beautiful poetic reading from Isaiah comes in. Isaiah's glorious vision of all the nations of the earth streaming together up the Lord's holy mountain, leaving behind the works of darkness, walking in the light of the Lord, raising the sword and training for war no longer, beating swords into plowshares and spears into pruning hooks. That grand and glorious vision has to do with now. Isaiah's words are more than a tantalizing vision long ago. They are also a stirring call to us at this very moment to get involved in building God's kingdom, making God's works of justice and the works of peace our works. Our advocacy for justice, our passion for peace, make real and very concrete the coming of Christ in our time, our world. Don't we pray time and again in the Lord's Prayer, thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven? That's what I'm talking about. We actually have a hand in making God's kingdom come here and now. In fact, God actually depends on us to make that happen, amazing as that may seem. So we have the final piece of our Advent puzzle. Advent is about Christ coming at Christmas, at our death, at the end of time, but it's also about his coming in our time. I thought of that so poignantly, and this is a departure from my text, actually. I thought of it this morning when I was reading Pope Francis's remarks at Hiroshima and Nagasaki on his recent powerful and moving visit to Japan, when he talked about war never again when he talked about nuclear weapons and the immorality of them and how having them is just as sinful and immoral as using them. We must not have them any longer, said Pope Francis, echoing what Archbishop Hunthausen said 40 years ago, almost the same words. Finally, finally, from the top, we hear this, the immorality. It's time to beat our swords into pruning hooks. You know, no more war. That's the dream. And that's the building of the kingdom 
And that's what we can do and must do right now in our way. Then, at what will probably seem after that a rather trivial level, I would mention two little things that we can do here in the parish that we are doing to try to build God's kingdom right now during this Advent season. I think of things as our annual young adult sock drive for homeless people, our giving tree over there, our toy drive for the migrant kids up in the Skagit who won't have Christmas if it's not for us, our St. Vincent de Paul outreach to people in need, and so many other things. Each of these is a sign of love for sure, but each is also, my friends, a work of justice. Each is a little building block of God's kingdom, a way of narrowing the great and growing gap between rich and poor that is such an ongoing scandal in our society. And each step we take to narrow that gap is a step toward realizing that great, almost outlandish dream of Isaiah with all the human family, pursuing the works of justice, and together walking the path of peace to the mountain of the Lord. My friends, it's Advent. Time to wake up. Time to get ready for the coming of Christ. No, time to get ready for the comings of Christ. Christ.